0: Welcome to You, But More Powerful. I'm your host, Rhiannon, and this is your go-to podcast for raw and expansive messages from health, fitness, business, and mindset. And as always, with a little bit of fun sprinkled in, my purpose is to help you step into your most powerful self and build your dream life. You'll gain clarity, connection, and confidence with a whole lot of practical skills along the way. I know you're in exactly the right place to level up, Build the body, mindset, and life you absolutely love and thrive in. Let's go. Hello and welcome to today's episode. And on today's episode of the podcast, I actually have a friend, a client, an amazing woman, Elise, on here. Um, We will welcome her in just a second, get into who she is, what she's all about and, you know, where she's been and where she's going. Because I can tell you now, like hand on heart, it is very inspirational. And that's why I was like, I want to have these conversations. There's so much gold when we're talking together um, that I really want to, you know, bring that here and have this convo. But before we jump into that as well, um, I did want to preface that the conversations that we will have there, you know, are going to be some jokes and things thrown in there because that's just the nature of our personalities. But it's not to make light of the situation and not to take away from any of the learnings and the integrations and all the hard work Elise has done. It's, you know, I speak for myself in previous episodes and we had this conversation already is that it just seems so far fetched from who we are now to where we were before that it it, it does become kind of laughable, but at the same time in those moments, it is very, you know, very real and raw. So we're not making light of those situations. So Before I get Elise to introduce herself, um, I thought, well, I'm going to say the fun facts for for both of us, because introducing yourself is one of those uncomfy kind of things. (laughs) And (laughs) so a fun fact about Elise is she's actually learning French. And the reason that I wanted to say yes. I love it. And the reason I wanted to say that is because my random fun fact is that I was teaching myself how to count to 10 in Maltese this morning. So that's just my little random bout of today. And Elise is, you know, speaking French and we are talking about what other languages that we could try and learn together. So I thought that was quite fun and interesting, (laughs) but enough about me. I want to hear from you, Elise. So I'm going to get you to take the floor, introduce yourself, you know, what do you do? What do you do for work? What do you like to do for fun? What are you working on at the moment? Anything about yourself. So you take the floor. Awesome.
1: Hello, everybody. So yes, a little bit about me. I'm 26 and I work in sales at an insurance company. Um, which is so funny because like I'm kind of, if you know me in real life, I'm a bit more of a shyer person, but yeah, I love sales. I love, you know, trying to get that um, joint across the line. So I love that. (laughs) Um, I'm learning French at the moment. I really would love to live in France one day. I love traveling. I have a cute cat. Um, I love, yeah, love going on holidays. Just love living my best life. Really? (laughs) I
0: absolutely love that. (laughs) Living your best life. But honestly, like you really are like living your best life now. Like yes. I feel like we have these combos and I'm just like, it's just, there's so, so many amazing things and, that I want to get into as well. Um, Tell me a little bit more about your cat.
1: Oh, he is so cute. So he's a domestic, oh, I think it's called a domestic short hair, domestic house cat and he's <laughs> black and white and he'll be six in November. So he's getting oh. older. He's called Eclipse and it's actually really cute and kind of, um, warm and fuzzy story um, story so I'd always wanted a cat we me and my mum finally moved into a place that allowed pets and we saw the RSPCA was doing like um, an adoption sale they were just needing to clear the shelters so we went down there and we were told that there was no cats left and I was like god damn not today and then as we we're leaving I heard this lady at the counter at the RSPCA be like I'm returning this cat um, it was for my mother she doesn't like him she doesn't like the look of oh. him and that was my cat. They, She was Aww. literally saying my cat was ugly. And if you've seen my cat, he's not ugly. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not. He's so cute. He's so pretty. And yeah. yeah, like this horrible lady was like, no, I'm returning him. So I literally swooped in. I was like, I'll take him. And yeah, he was mine. I picked him up two weeks later. He had to get some injections, but he's a little sweetie. I love him. <laughs> Bless. That's such a beautiful story. Honestly, it's
0: like <laughs> you've just gone in and like saved this poor little kitty that was just going to go back and be there by himself. He's, yeah. he's adorable. Like, how? Oh. I know.
1: Don't he's, he be such a, he's the best cat ever. Like, he's so nice. So I was like, he doesn't hiss or anything. So I'm like, that lady missed out on a, a good cat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're like, I've got the coolest cat now. Just important to
0: have these kind of conversations because even if you're impacting one person, and I know by having this conversation and you getting to share where you've been, what you've overcome, what you used to think versus where you are now. We've also had a really big shift probably about three or four weeks ago, I think. We had sat down and had a big conversation and just the amount of progress that you've made and like just to kind of paint the picture for everyone listening is that where you are now, it's like just the beginning yet again and you've become so comfortable with new beginnings and new growth and uncomfortability. Which is everything behind personal development, it's not an end destination, yes, yeah, it's a part way, 100%. That's and
1: what I- I've learned massively,
0: yeah, yeah, and um, I love that because I was just thinking about the before and after shot that you shared um on Instagram just before, and it literally said where it started and how it's going, and I was like, I love that, like, say, <laughs> like that. That's my person right there because yeah. it's not before and after it's before and during. Like there's kind of no after, but there,
1: like, there is, but you know what I mean? Yes. hundred percent. It's like, you might get to a point, like what we're saying that you're happy with what you are, but like, it's just like, it's like what you say. It's an endless journey of always just becoming that, you know, best version of you. Yeah.
0: yeah I love it. So I want to kind of touch on uh, where we started, I suppose, and you know we've worked together for quite some time. Um, probably how long's it been now?
1: Oh, well, I mean, if we're being realistic, we've been working
0: together for years. <laughs> Very true. The insurance company that you're actually at, I previously did work at, and I was in a coaching role. And we, would, we were talking about macros then and going to the
1: gym. And I was yeah, like, only just finances, everything, it set me up on, taught me how to save money.
0: I everything, love it,
1: life coach. All the
0: bits and pieces, everything in between. But obviously, more specifically, I think. Well, we've been working together for about a year and a half. I think in the yes. health and fitness space officially let's call it officially, yeah. but yeah, probably like more like five years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. So obviously like Elise, you know, a year and a half ago is completely different to the Elise mm. now. And um, Elise in another year and a half is going to be completely different again, which is the beauty of it. But don't let me get into that rabbit hole. Let's stay focused <laughs> on where we are. Um, I want to, I want to hear a little bit more. Um, And I really want to just kind of get you to share and and talk to where it all started, like, you know, take us back to the the moments that you start to see things unfolding, anything that you'd want to share there. And then we can kind of go through
1: a bit of a journey. Yep. So I'd say that like growing up and stuff, I was always like, I'm, I'm a very tall person. So I've always been bigger and stuff. And when I was a teenager, it's when I stacked on a ton of weight. Um, And then I say when I um, left school or probably like in my last year of school and when I left it is when I started to try to lose weight. And from then to like, I reckon probably 2019, tried everything, nothing worked, didn't know what I was doing, basically, like just could never do anything. Um, And then in like 2020, I started doing like some challenges and stuff, which kind of did start a little bit. But again, looking back that that was what it was. Didn't really get a ton out of it, but we probably like the wheel, like we started this journey. I'm going to call it officially when we started working together, because that's when I actually for once in my life took things seriously because it's what worked for me. Um, Finally, just going back to basics and learning everything about nutrition and all of that that we've le- I've learned so far, it was, yeah, since we started working together. So that's when I feel like everything started unfolding and I was like, oh my God, I for once in my life, I can do this, you know?
0: I love, like, honestly, that warms my heart <laughs> to hear for you because I'm like, that's giving you your power and your confidence. And I, I see it now. Like when I see oh, like, and I want to paint the picture for others listening, seeing your cooking videos and you doing meal prep and just getting so experimental and we'll kind of talk about the the opposites here is that when I see that now, I think it's so beautiful to watch that you're not in any kind of restrictive mindset around bullshit food rules, like certain yes. things going, I can't have this, I can't have that. Yeah. Like you're, you're actually like, it just seems like you've just developed this new lease on life through cooking and expressing that. And correct me if I'm wrong, you know, a couple of years ago, that was just like non-existent. Do you want to talk to the talk to that a little?
1: Oh, yes. No, it's so true because growing up, like, I mean, I think most people went through this growing up. You just hear all the time that certain foods are bad. You don't eat this. You don't do that. So growing up, having people say things and being a bit chubbiger and stuff, I always was like, oh my God, I can't eat that. And from a young age, I started like binge eating and I remember even being like eight and nine and I'd go in the cupboard and take a snack and I would like hide it and eat it and shove the wrappers in my room and it's like that's just crazy looking back and from there stemmed me and I was diagnosed with um, binge eating um, when I was um, 17 but yeah like I would just binge eat and I just because I felt ashamed to eat certain foods and then when I started like I mentioned I tried a lot of things I tried Keto, I tried gluten-free. I I don't have any intolerances, but I did it because I was like, oh, obviously that's healthier, dairy-free, vegan, all these things, which to be honest, I probably wasn't even doing them right anyway. (laughs) um, But yeah, I was so restrictive because I was like, these things are bad. But then because I was uh, being restrictive, like I'd go a couple of days and then I would just absolutely binge out. Like, I remember I tried to do a juicing diet for a month. Like, oh, I look back and I'm I'm cringing at myself. Oh, it was rough. I went, oh and I also like it just tasted like dirt I went like a week drinking juices and I remember just going to McDonald's and spending so much money and just binging and then cycle was just basically rinse and repeat and it wasn't until we started working together that you actually said to me there's no good or bad food. There's just some things that have more nutrients and, you know, vitamins and and it's basically like, you know, um making like making good choices, you know, like it's okay. You can have the chocolate. It just might mean you're a bit hungry later. You said that the other day, and I love that. <laughs> and, you know, just making like that adjustment and fitting things in your macros. And best thing I ever learned, I truly live in 80-20 balance now. I have fun cooking. Like I don't, I haven't binged ate in so long, which is like oh, it's just crazy because I used to like, you know, like if I was home alone, I'd order pizza and then I would shove, it's so gross, but I'd shove boxes like somewhere in my room because I was so ashamed of eating pizza, which is just insane. Like there's nothing wrong with it.
0: (laughs) That honestly gives me goosebumps, like to hear all of that. And honestly, what a weight that's lifted off your shoulders, like to be able to shift away from all of that. And I, I love that obviously you're referencing the things that we've, you know, learned together and, and learned together, but I really want to remind and anyone that is listening and yourself as well, is that you're the one who does this too. Like I can help and educate and learn. And I, I love to do that. And I'm passionate <laughs> about that. Clearly <laughs> we've had multiple conversations, but I tell a lot of people when, I, you know, cause um, you know, you are a bit of a superstar and like, I'll share you on the socials and people go, Oh wow. Like Elise is making such great progress. And you know, oh. I'm like, she's doing this. Like, She doesn't have to listen. You don't have to say, okay, what, what can I learn next? Like, what should I do? I can, you know, I can say, Hey, go and look at this module, go and try this, go and have a watch of this video I created, or, you know, I'm sure when I create different podcast episodes and send them through, like you actually dedicate and take the time to sit down and watch and learn. And you even show up, even when you don't get all the learnings in one go, you expose yourself to it again and again and try again. And, um, I haven't really spoken about it just yet on the podcast and I I will kind of get into it, but what we, what we did initially, and, you know, I really want to talk into a little bit more around the shame and everything and how you've overcome that. Um, We'll park that just for a second. But when we think about like nutrition is obviously going from that really restrictive and binge kind of binge restrict cycle. It's like looking at what are the fundamentals, like you mentioned. So understanding the macros, understanding, you know, nutrients, but we didn't go straight into macro tracking because no. yeah, you know, like I, I remember having that conversation, like, hey, this isn't going to be, you know, the the right method moving forward. And I th- I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you had gonna done a challenge or something where there was kind of macros involved and it was just kind of like way over your head at the time. It was too much, um, too soon. Is that
1: Fair yeah time. 100% yes because it was like right before we started working together and I was given these macros and I was like what do I I had no idea like I didn't know what was what and like I just had like and then I got like a couple of meal ideas but then I was like I had no idea how to replace things and then mm-hmm. like I didn't no wonder it didn't stick in it because I was like I don't know what to do here so I just like, like literally went back to old me eating watermelon and less than 800 calories a day binging on weekends and hoping that did the trick
0: Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's crazy. And like, yeah, just, oh, I don't even know what, like where to start with that because I'm like, you know, hearing that and going, okay, like you had this, you know, idea of like, here's a day of eating, but also like, and we're going to talk into the shame stuff as well of where we kind of talk through, you know, your, your process and what you've worked on in that area, but working with different people and working, you know, doing different challenges or PDFs and not necessarily having that sort of personalized support. There's almost a bit of like shame in actually speaking to that person about what you were going through at the time. And I know that we've had this conversation. So I know we didn't just speak about it there. But obviously, we've worked together for some time. There's going to be plenty of um other stories for us to delve into, but we'll be on this podcast for about five or six hours, I think, if we go into all the stories.
1: <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. But
0: I'm like, you know, I know that you've sort of opened up and mentioned that you weren't able to say, Hey, I had a Kit Kat or hey, I had McDonald's mm. or hey, I did these things. But And again, it was something that, you know, we'd known each other for a really long time, but I want to, I want to kind of share this for anyone who is listening, whether they're working with me, whether they want to work with me or they don't, or whatever it may be, whoever they're working with, you should be able to develop, or you need to be able to develop an open, honest communication with your coach to be able to say these things. And they should also offer a safe space. So, you know, there's no judgment for whatever's happening, but it's like, okay, what's the goal? Where do you want to go? How are we going to make that happen? Um, and I think, you know, I can't remember the exact conversation. I, from memory, I feel like it was like us sitting down, going through the hand plan document. Um, I think we kind of were, yeah, I think we're talking about it a little bit before then, but I remember sort of saying like, let's keep a bit of a food journal. Let's just have a look at what's going on. Let's start to increase some protein in your morning. Um, and you know, for those that are new to working with me or, um, have just recently would know that that's a big focus. And at least I want you to talk to it a little bit more of how much of a shift things happen when you were just looking at what you were eating and then getting some more protein into your morning. Like what happened from there?
1: Oh, massive. Like Just going back and definitely like going back to the hand plan was, and just basically just starting And I did it in paper. I didn't even do it on my phone. I just wrote down everything. Going back to the basics was so like game changing because I then started knowing, I was like, Oh cool. So that food is a carb source. That's a fat source. And it was no longer about what I was eating. It was like, how do we make this work what can I put together make sure I'm getting optimal you know making sure I'm hitting like fiber and getting all the vitamins in um and enjoying eating nutrients all literally yeah because I mean back in I at one point barely ate any vegetables so (laughs) you know that and how (laughs)
0: and, and how regularly were you getting sick? Oh,
1: all the time, honestly. <laughs> I would constantly be sick. And even when we started working together, because I was still, you know, when we first started working together, yeah. like obviously was going starting from then, but we can't like, learn remember... everything
0: overnight, just to That's just right. to clarify. Yeah.
1: That's exactly right. I how like it took a few months, but I was sick then. Yeah. And I remember you were like worried, you're like, girl, like we gotta <laughs> let's let's get this sorted. Yeah. We got onto vitamins and <laughs> <laughs> like it was just, yeah, I was sick all the time. I felt run down like I felt so sluggish and even now like I look back and I'm like how did I function like how did I get up and go to work and I just don't understand I'm like um, I feel so great when I wake up in the morning and having protein having breakfast in the morning is so important anybody that doesn't have, have a breakfast I'm telling you I know it's hard at first but <laughs> it's oh I don't know how I, I didn't have breakfast for all those years like yeah. It's- you need to start your day off, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> get that protein in early. And and that's yeah. it. I love it. And it's like, yeah, there's, you know, plenty of like pieces of the puzzle over this period of time as well. But getting that protein in was, you know, then utilizing like, okay, let's front load the protein. Let's get a little bit more in the morning. Our body, you know, needs it for our immune function, our hormones, our muscles, all of those things. Um, but it's, you know, in, in every cell of our body. And then it's like the brain fog started to sort of disappear. Mm. The sugar craving started to disappear. And it's like, you know, being able to shift away from like this constant, uh, like being absorbed by, I have to eat this. Like, I just can't say no into learning more about your body and understanding, like educating yourself around like how this works, why this happens and being able to make conscious decisions. And I think that's something that we're going to speak to a lot is because a lot of this, yeah, it's it's an awareness. So bringing awareness to things to be able to make a decision. And you spoke to something before where I mentioned about, you know, just to preface everyone listening, we're in a fat loss phase right now, heading into a photo shoot. We'll talk to that, you know, in a sec. Um, And we know that there's start and end dates for fat loss phases. They're not a fat loss lifestyle, but we'll park that. But you mentioned, you know, having a chocolate bar. And so the chocolate bar isn't a good or bad food, but looking at that chocolate bar, you understood and you were like, you know what? Yeah. Okay. I was a lot hungrier, but you made a decision that it's like, Hey, I would really like to have this. This isn't a good or bad food. I'm going to eighty twenty it into my plan. I know that it's probably not going to fill me up as much, but these are the goals this is what I'm willing to do as a bit of a trade-off. And you make that decision rather than it being like a, I'm not allowed to eat chocolate for six weeks. And then yes. six weeks pass, you might stick it out, but then how much freaking chocolate are you going to eat after that?
1: Yes. So it's literally so true because that's what happened. All those previous challenges I did, like, yeah, I might've made it through the six. I think there was one time I did actually make through like minimal eating but then like, as soon as it was done, I was sorry. like, back to old me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so sorry because like,
0: it'll be an audio um, and no one will be able to see that face. But when you were like minimal eating, like I wish everyone could actually oh, like your eyebrows, everything. Face. Yeah. But sorry. I'm keep, so bored you know that, like, you
1: know, yeah. you're talking to me, I'm like, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and, and that's things well. like, I just eat things so gri- guilt-free now and I like, yeah, I have no issues. I'm like, yeah, cool. I, I, you know, that day I did. I was like, I want a chocolate. Let's make this work. And I did. And I felt great. You know, I had my chocolate. I ticked off all the other boxes for everything else. And, you know, getting all my different protein sources in just, yeah, it it feels amazing. Just be able to eat something guilt-free and not be like, oh, I'm doing something bad because like, that's no way to live <laughs> i love it and it is it's like you know learning the fundamentals and
0: i think it's a really important piece to say that you haven't done this overnight and no. there has been a lot of you know trust in the process and I, I i know that obviously you know we've been working together and i'll have those conversations like if i'm zooming back a year ago and i'd be like look let's just start with this and let's learn so what i want you to do this week is you know when you're trying something new have had a have a little bit of a look have a look at the back of the nutrition label understand what, you know, food source it is. If you're not sure, I want you to message through and ask and learn because I really do think, and again, I, correct me if I'm wrong, because you've actually been in a position where, and, and myself many years ago too, just think, okay, like the answer is like a quick fix. Let's just go all out, all out and, you know, crash and burn. Right. We know that that's not the case now, but I do think there is still like a bit of a, a thing out there where people just think, yeah, okay, it's just going to happen really quickly. Mm. And Yeah. And it's like, if you're coming from a place of like, not really understanding anything, there is so much to learn. Like even myself, I'm still learning. And I'm like, you know, that if I tried to overload you with like, eat this, do this, that, these are the macros. This is the hand plan. This is how we do this. When you go out, blah, 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 blah. Like
1: how overwhelmed would you have felt with the knowledge you know now? Oh my gosh. I would have been so overwhelmed. And that's what I like. I you know I mean? And I think this is such a good thing as well, that like everybody, good reminder, everybody's journey is different. And I love how slow we've taken it because I really just have learned things as they've come up. And now I'm not like doing this. Like this is probably, I'd say the true, like um, proper, like fat loss phase that we've done where I've kind of like really started the deficit and stuff. And I just feel so comfortable doing it because I've got all this a lot more knowledge now um that it's not so overwhelming like you know I can go cool this is what's happening and and just knowing like just having that behind me otherwise if we try to do this it's I'd be like ah like you know and just realizing it's not a quick fix you know I love it it's exciting
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and um I want to again for those listening is that you've lost what five dress sizes six dress sizes how many dress sizes
1: I'm down, so I started so at my um like heaviest at one point in my life, I was a twenty size so twenty eight mm-hmm. and now I'm sitting between an eighteen to twenty two depends on the places, but more like a it's say like an eighteen twenty so
0: That's insane. And to hear that it's like, this is the first official, like quotation marks, official official (laughs) fat loss phase. It's like how much progress that you have made, not only just from a physical standpoint, a strength standpoint, you're able to move in ways that you weren't able to move before. Like you're training so consistently, you're training hard, you're getting in there, you're doing the cardio, like you're doing all these things, right? That off the bat, it was just like, yeah, these pieces come, but we focused on the low-hanging fruit and it's those quick wins. It's getting some protein in, it's learning a little bit more about how to train how to eat. Then it's, you know, uh looking at things like your step count, like to look at, you know, where that started versus where (laughs) it is now. All right. We'll go into it. I want to hear how many steps roughly on a day-to-day basis were you getting this time last year or over a year and a half ago versus what you're consistently getting now?
1: Yes. So no joke about probably just over a year ago, I was getting... About 1,500 to 2,000. If I was lucky, 3,000 steps a day, and now I'm consistently hitting. Well, we've actually just started 8,000, but I've been consistently hitting that since we kind of, almost since we kind of set it. So yeah, big change there. And it's not like it's just like also realizing as well, like just little things, like how can you get those extra steps in, and it's not a big deal. Like I've just started realizing I'm moving on my body a lot more. So those 8,000 steps is not it's not a hard slog to get that.
0: Yeah, I love it. And before we talk to like the 8,000 steps, I want to sort of, you know, piece the pieces together of like where you were this time, you know, like or when you were doing the 1,500 to the 2,000, telling you to go out and do 8,000 steps every single day. Again, you can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but would have just been so out of reach at that time. Is that right? Yes.
1: hundred percent. Cause I was like, I can't like that felt so much I was like, oh, no, like that's such a big effort that's, and it's yeah, too yeah. much. Yeah, I was it's like zero to 100. Yeah.
0: And then, yeah. you know, even obviously looking from like this is Coach Re brain back in, but looking from the logistic standpoint of like, you know, the strength in your calves, the shoes that you were using, like wearing, like there's been so many little pieces that, you know, you've been able to strengthen up your body that supports you better. So when you're going out for your walks, like it doesn't, you know, it's not as taxing on your body. It's like changing the way that you operate to be able to get there. So for those that are going, how am I going to get from here to here? It's like, It's, you know, slowly increasing the baseline. It's adding an extra 500 steps on your daily, um, your weekly average. And then the next week, do that same thing over again. And then add another thousand steps and really just building along the way. And I I talk about the dial strategy a lot, but, you know, it's like when we can turn things up and go hard, awesome. Then when life kind of gets in the way, we might need to turn things down slightly. And before we go into some of the things that you've overcome, I want to talk about the sedentary lifestyle because obviously, you know, that, you know, it was quite sedentary before. And if we are in a sedentary state, it is going to um, you know run the risk of a lot of chronic illness disease that will come down the track. And so we're looking at it from like a well-rounded space now, but I, I know you mentioned to me a, a video that I'd shared on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, tell me about that. Oh, watch that video because I was once such a sedentary person and it was talking about, um, you know, things, you know, living a sedentary lifestyle, what can happen, um, things like insulin and like certain conditions. And I was just like gobsmacked because once upon a time that was me, I was so sedentary. Like I used to literally just get up in the morning, go to work, sit down all day at work, come home, go to bed. And I was like, my body used to, I used to have aches all through my body. I could, I would always have like stiff joints. I'd always just have so much pain through my legs. And now it's like, now that I'm moving, I'm like, I don't have that anymore. And I'm like, God, like, I felt like I had like a 90 year old's body when I was like 22, 23, which is insane. And I'm like, I never want to go back to that. I love being active now.
0: That's. <laughs> honestly amazing for you like what an improvement in your quality and just to highlight you went from that and over time and you recently just completed a however many kilometer true grit course that you came along to like yeah that you know like yeah how amazing is that
1: oh it's so amazing and I even look back at true grit and I'm like that was like for me like it was like and to be honest, like I cried on the course. It wasn't easy. I wasn't like, oh, that was easy. But like, it was <laughs> a walk in so the amazing. park. Yeah. Oh, definitely not. It was a bloody <laughs> hike and a half in the park. But it's so exciting <laughs> to look back because I'm like, wow, like me a few years ago would have been like, hell no, like I'm not doing that. But just having that stronger mind now and just pushing myself. And I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm so proud of myself looking back. I can't wait to do it again. That's why I never thought I would say that. That's <laughs> so I? good. <laughs>
0: you should be so proud of yourself. (laughs) Awesome. So that is a bit of a, I guess, segue into the next kind of topics. And I want to touch on your training and, you know, give a bit of a background there as, you know, we started off Um, Maybe one or two days, you know, coming in, doing a couple of um, group classes at the time when they were run um, just for a little bit of extra energy expenditure, knowing that's not how you were building your body. But I want to talk to how we've built that up and now you're consistently doing four sessions and, and what that effort over time looks like. But before we go there, I really would love you to share a little bit more about, you know, the the TikTok trends or the Instagram trends or the types of training and things that you were doing and the way that you thought you were going to achieve this particular dream bot of yours. Um, so yeah, can you tell us a bit more?
1: Oh, definitely. So yeah, before yeah we started working together, I tried so many of those online plans. You see all those TikTok things where it's like burn calories and like. Oh, that, that intense training. Like I don't mind a bit of hit cardio on the treadmill here and there, but that intense training, like I used to slog myself and, and I like would, I hurt my knees and because I was doing things like injuries. Yeah. I was doing things like jumping up on boxes, doing squats with no proper form, all these different things, just to get rep after rep after rep to hit that certain amount of calories. And, and it just, it just wasn't, first of all, that style training wasn't for me. And, um, also doing it wrong actually caused me injuries because, you know, I had nobody there correcting my form and just doing a hundred squats at the wrong thing is it's damaging. So, yeah. And I just had no, no knowledge. I was like, okay, obviously this is how you get that, you know, and I look at the type of body I've always wanted and it's, you know, um, strong, um, like it's like a gym body. And I'm yeah. like, do I used to just think, oh, yeah, that's what you got to do. Minimally eat, do that high workout to get that. And it's like, no, you you don't have to do that. That style of training gives you a different outcome. So yeah, that was interesting and to learn. I love it.
0: And I love that you're like, I just want, I want to be strong. Like, as you say, yeah. you're like build an ass, like build that peach, get it yes, going. Uh, that's the
1: goal. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got not one at the moment. <laughs> it's,
0: hey, It's you, getting better. I was going to say, you've made massive progress from like 12 yes. months ago. So give yourself credit where credit's due, but yeah, Yeah. building that strong body. And like, I like that you said that it is, it's, it's like, it's the strong body. It's building that it's fueling yourself for that understanding why you're eating and, and, you know, pacing the pieces together. And I am going to talk on another episode around energy balance, energy in energy, out, understanding training, what we do in training, training, isn't there to expend our energy. It's to, you know, resistance training is to build our body, build the muscle, And then the things we're doing outside of that, obviously, you know, helping if we're in a fat loss phase to strip that body fat away and and going through that. But I want you to talk a little bit more about like how your, you know, passion has developed I I feel like it's safe to say like a passion for the gym and lifting heavy and nailing your form, like the way that you move now is incredible and what you do um, versus obviously where things started. Um, And obviously we've built that up over time, you know, working on calf raises, working on how to hinge, how to, you know, get deeper working on your mobility, like all of those types of things. So yeah. How, how
1: do you feel when going into the gym now? Oh, such a different person! Like when we even started working together, you know, I had, I suffered with. I would be so stressed just going into the gym by myself. I felt like I was taking up space. I just would be so self conscious in the gym, and now I'm just like so much more confident. Like I recently just started a new gym, went there on Monday, and I yeah walked in. I was like, yep, yeah, I I deserve to be here. I'm working out. I felt so confident. Didn't care going machines, and and it's just great. Like I just have this new confidence and. And I love it. I'm just so proud of myself because like, you know, how, like how nervous I was. Like I'd be like when we'd have a session together, I'd just walk in the gym, head down and I'd just go in the corner. I'd I'd be like, I'm over here. Come get me. I'm scared because I would just be so nervous. Yeah. (laughs) You were hidden. And. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: a, it's a real thing for a lot of people like, you know, struggling mm. to go into, and that's hum, something I do hope to be able to impact and shift along the way, even just by having these conversations to be like, if you are feeling a way of not confident to walk into the gym, like what has gotten you that confidence for, you know, you've, you've built up over time and and what, what do you think? And what do you credit getting the confidence to be able to strut your stuff in the gym as you do now? Like, what
1: is it? What's the, what's the magic pill? magic pill I honestly think it's consistency I think because it took a long time like it just took us you know I started off with us just doing we did one session and I think it was a few months later we started doing two and the group sessions on like weekends or whenever they were and I think it was just consistency I was like okay even if I can just get in with re to the gym and then over time and then um I once I got a bit more comfortable in the environment I was like okay I'm gonna start going a little bit earlier I'm just gonna get on the treadmill for five minutes and it was just over time building it up um and just getting to a point now where you know I just walk in and I'm like yep like I didn't even I don't even think twice about it so I think consistency is key I think it is
0: (laughs) and like just so nobody thinks I paid you to say that
1: (laughs) yeah I I felt like yeah I felt that was something you'd say (laughs) you've heard I've heard you say that before
0: (laughs) only about, I've consistently said consistency is key for a
1: really long time. <laughs> I'll have that $20 now. No.
0: <laughs> I love it. And like, and it is, you know, it's, it's stepping those little stepping stones. It's just getting in, just getting started, trying out something, you know, in, and doing, you know, you've got a work gym that you have utilized yes. over time as well. And just starting out, get in there, do some glute bridges, a plank, putting together, then learning more about programming. And, you know now moving into that space of like understanding the programming and giving that a go and really just like, okay, now this is how I train with effort. This is how close to failure. This is how, you know, learning these things over time. But I didn't throw all of these things at you on the very first day in the very first moment. It's That's just right. like, yeah, <laughs> assessing and, and building up from there. Um, and I also want to talk about, cause I think this is such a massive, massive thing. And again, just, just a credit to how hard you, you have worked, even, it's just like, I, I don't even know how to explain it into words of, you know, and there's, and there's lots of, um you know, people that obviously push themselves and do things. Right. And it's, but it's the way that you just trusting in the process and understanding, okay, like if I do this, you know, consistently over time, it has to get better. And, and if that isn't going the way that I want to, then I can pivot and make change. And, and you've really lived into that over time, specifically when we're talking about your lunges, because yes. that like, Yeah. Like that was, you know, about 18 months ago, you were barely able to get yourself into that position. Like it was very rocky, you know, to even (laughs) just stand into the position. And then it's like, you know, built like being, doing a 10 centimeter drop and then, you know, a 15 centimeter drop. And I know it sounds really small. Obviously we didn't just focus on doing lunges as all these other accessory work and mobility and everything that we've looked at over the time, but it's like how long you've actually consistently worked at Doing this, and I remember lockdown, everything like still doing it. And then, how good did it feel to be able to get down into that position
1: and get back up? So good. It was just so, it was just such a big um, reminder and realization as well. Because, you know, back in the day, the old me, I used to like, I'd be like, oh those people do lunges. I've obviously going to be able to do that first up never understood that hey like you've got to do the work you've got to sometimes go back and do things like stretching and other exercises we had to build the muscle so I didn't I didn't even realize I thought you could just go in and start doing deadlifts you know yeah. <laughs> So it was really cool to just go back to that we've been working at it and it's been really awesome I'm like oh my god like just seeing that progress and I'm like wow like I, I'm on the right track so it's really exciting yeah. And to take the ego out of things, I think there's a lot of yes. people that still are sort of like
0: blinded by that. And look, I've been guilty of that, you know, over the, like, the amount of injuries that I've had and things that could have been avoided. Let's not go there. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's like to look at it and think, oh, I've just got to lift the heaviest and I've just got to be able to do everything or have that shame and guilt spiral. If it's like, well, oh, everyone else can do lunges and I can't do lunges. So now I'm just not going to go to the gym and now I'm not going to go to the group session or if it happens, I'm going to fake an injury or I'm going to say, oh, I'm just really tight here and make an excuse as to why. And I think it's so powerful to see the shift for you in like the confidence to be like, actually, I'm not able to do that. And it's also very okay.
1: Yeah, 100%, just being okay with that and going like and having no issues about not feeling you know, jealous or being hard on myself going, oh, why can't you do that? Like, I'm like, yeah, cool. This is this is something new to work on. I'm excited. You know, I that's how I look it. at things now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I want. Like, that is a huge piece of the puzzle. Like, I want to talk to that a, a lot more because I know that there was a time where it was just like, I can't do this and, you know, a bit of an overwhelming and um, I'm sure that a lot of people listening can resonate with that. It's an overwhelming feeling of like, I'm not good enough and what's going on and why am I not this and why I'm not that? And you've been able to shift that and change that into awesome. I'm not quite there yet. And that's okay. I can celebrate other people that are kicking goals and doing things, but this is something that I'm going to be able to work on. And this is a new goal for me. And the way that you set goals um, is very different now to obviously previously um but I, yeah i want to hear like how how did you sort of shift from moving away from that guilt
1: and beating yourself up it, it definitely took a lot of inner work it just kind of going back to why do i feel like that you know why do i let what other what was going on with other people why did that why do i let that make me feel that way we did a lot of inner work and yeah it was just kind of just taking that step back and going this is this journey is for me and me only um and yeah, it, it did take a bit of time. And I think it's when I started seeing being consistent and seeing goals being achieved that I was like, yes, like this is, this is working for me. And you know, I knew that I was on the right track and yeah, like it was, I think it was like a few different things as well. Just kind of having that massive mind shifter going, stop focusing on other people, focus on your own journey. It's at the end of the day, it's, it's only you in this world that you're looking after yourself for. So I just stop. I just started focusing on me and
0: yeah, it was a game changer. I love it. And, um, I also want to jump in here and, and note as well, just to share from the hard work that you do, do. Cause I know it is hard to sort of like talk about yourself and that's something (laughs) that we, you know, we will all work on. Um, but every single time I have run, you know, a online workshop, a, whatever it may be, whether it be a goal setting, a vision board, like You and you know, other workshops around training, nutrition, et cetera. But these specifically, like you've showed up and you've asked questions and you've tried and you've, you know, maybe things haven't, you know, gone the way that you wanted them all the time, but you continue to still try and then ask questions and pivot and change and adapt and grow. And I think that's a huge credit to you to continue to show up and also put yourself in slightly uncomfortable positions. I know there's people Mm -hmm. out there that are avoiding setting goals because they think, you know, I I can't follow through and holding themselves back. And I'm really hoping by, you know, me explaining, obviously you continuing to do that and then seeing the progress and the amazing work that you've achieved and where you're going, it's like even showing up in those moments, it's that's going to help catapult you forward. And it doesn't need to be these huge, unrealistic, scary, crazy goals. You can have this broader vision. Yeah. But it's like the little pieces of the puzzle. It's like, okay, what can we focus on in the next three weeks? How many calf raises do you want to be able
1: to do? Like so true. And actually that was something I was going to say before I lost my train of thought, to be honest. right? <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that, that's exactly it. It's that I used to set um, before, like, yeah, old me, that's, it's just easy to refer to myself in the past as old me, old yep. me would set these massive unrealistic goals I'd say okay cool I'm gonna lose like this time of year every year I'd be like cool I'm gonna be in a bikini I'm gonna be bikini body you know that whole thing I was like I'm gonna lose all this weight 40 kilos before then be easy all these goals and then just had no idea how to execute the goal so I think it was just going back and learning going setting these little goals and I'm like all about the small goals now because I know they're helping the bigger picture you know I've got my bigger goals here they're they're sitting there I know they're there but just like little things like, and I know that for example, we, um, it was like the waking up early and we tried that a few times and we had to just park it for a bit. We're like, okay, this is obviously not working. Let's focus on something else. And it was simply just, Hey, let's just focus on getting your lunch packed the, the night before. So even though I wasn't getting up earlier, I was a bit more ahead because of that. So I think it was just really learning. And now I'm like, yeah, on my way to having a full morning routine. So it's exciting.
0: I love it. Like it's so good. And um, what, what message would you give someone that, you know, if they came to you now and and they're, I guess at the level of older lease, right. And I don't mean it in levels, like, again, no one's any better or worse, but just at a point in their journey, that older lease was, and they said, Oh, I don't want to set any goals. What would you say to that person?
1: I would just say, you know, I'd kind of just go, you know, maybe find out why you don't want to set the goals. Is it, are you scared of maybe, letting yourself down because I was there like you know I think it was I was scared of letting other people down letting myself down I was like and then I I had to do the work to go okay but why am I scared of that and I was like you know worked through that so I think first of all work through anything that's maybe popping up there and and then I just say start off easy you know don't even it doesn't even have to be anything major it could just be hey I'm gonna you know, get off my phone at 10 o'clock at night, or I'm going to, you know, just drink an extra liter of water. It can be something minor like that, because that's going to help the bigger picture. So, you know, and who cares? Like, you know, set the, whatever goal you're comfortable with and just slowly over time, don't put pressure on yourself, just keep at it and you'll get there. Yeah. I love
0: it. And, um, that is like exactly what you've done with the lunges. Yes. And look at it. And I remember you'd come in and you'd be like, I want to try it now and I'm going to do it. And then it's like, look what I did. And I did this. And, (laughs) it's yes. amazing. <laughs> so exciting. It's so good. So I want to like, obviously like, you know, we talked a little bit about like training, talked a little bit about nutrition um, and obviously they are those key components and you've had a lot of, I know that you say that you've had a big focus on that over, I say the last 18 months, but has it consumed your
1: life? Yeah. So um, I'd say no, it definitely hasn't consumed my life. It's been the sort of journey where it's just, you know, my lifestyle has changed slightly, but you know, it's, I'm not stressed. It's not all I'm thinking about. I've just been incorporating things into my lifestyle, you know um, you know, making it work within other things that I want to achieve in life. So yeah, like it hasn't consumed in a bad way or anything. It's, it's been fun. Yeah. I love it. And it's like
0: changing Um, you know, change is good. And sometimes people think, and you know, it's like changing behaviors and changing your lifestyle. And it's like, we had this conversation of like, what you've done this far has gotten you this far. And it's like, if we want this next level, there's going to be a little bit more behavior change and a little bit more You know, uncertainty and a little bit more leaning into the fear and the growth and all that kind of stuff. And I know that when we were sort of chatting about that, and I I think this is very real for myself, for others, you know, uh, obviously chatting with lots of others in the team, there's almost a little bit of a stigma around, oh, if I want to go a little bit harder, because we move so far away from this all or nothing approach, Mm -hmm. it almost becomes, all right, let's step it up a notch. And the fear gates, flood in and it's like oh that means restriction because that's what we thought in the past yes. but do you feel restricted at this new level that we've started to push through
1: 100% no because I it's because we've done so much work already that that's why. and you know you always said to me whenever you're ready to do this deficit let me know and I I did let you know I was like okay I'm ready because I finally felt like I was a point and it's not restrictive because I've done so much work learning about you know the macros and nutrition and you know all of that that now just like I'm like cool yeah I've got a few less calories but you know it's not restrictive I'm still living my best life and made blueberry muffins to eat through the week like tuna pasta bake yum all my favorite foods I'm still living my best life eating the foods I enjoy with just slightly less calories and I don't I I don't have any urges to go and, you know, eat a bunch of chocolate because I feel restricted. So, yeah.
0: I love it because you know how to make it work for you. And yes make it work within and know that yes there's some trade-offs with things and you know not here trying to like sugarcoat a fat loss phase and be like oh it's a walk in the park and yeah, you know, no <laughs> like let's be real about it and be like yeah okay like it does present challenges but it's really exciting to see as well like you living into the new values of being more of a disciplined person and more of a prepared person and seeing how those amazing qualities flow into the uni work that you're doing and the yes. career progression that you have like you get to yeah. be this new Level of person that doesn't have all these restrictions and rules, but she has these new qualities that are really admirable, and there's something that you've wanted to kind of display for a while. Based on our conversations, and how cool does it feel to have that power to express that and see what you're capable
1: of? Oh, it's so good! Like, I just truly like I've been saying this a lot lately, and like in our check-ins and stuff. But I truly am at a point where I love my life. I'm so grateful for everything and I'm just having so much fun. And I think it's because, you know, I've just come such a long way, you know, you know, old me, I was, you know, had issues like I'd be jealous of other people and, I would just be so up in my head. I feel like everyone was judging me, had no confidence. And now I just feel like I can take on anything. And I'm like, I love who I am. I am who I am. I'm not trying to pretend to be somebody I'm not. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm doing new things, like, um, you know, meeting up with people that I go to uni with. I would have never done that. People I don't know, but I'm going, not sitting in the background. I'm chatting, you know, I just, yeah, feeling cloud nine. I feel like I'm giving more, I'm a better version of myself in like, you know, friendships, relationships with family members. Um, you know yeah it's exciting it's, it's so exciting radi- I feel like I'm radiating happiness <laughs> I love it and you are and you do and
0: I you know I hear it and I get to see it and you know others that um will mention it it's just like yeah you're just positively impacting and just being the best version of you. I'm like, oh, it's like, it's like, I get goosebumps when I hear you say that. Cause I'm like, you know, just being able to see how far you've been able to come. And I hope people are hearing this as well. It is always, you know, trying hard when obviously you and I have a bit of a different view on everything. Cause we know all the ins and outs, but yeah, it's so, it's so awesome to hear that. And um, I really wanted to highlight one as well, where you're scheduling, like, oh, can you just yeah. tell me how that, yeah. Talk to that.
1: Oh gosh, like I had no schedule, no like nothing. I would just wake up in the mornings. I would forget things, forget plans. Like, be and how frustrating is that? Oh, it's so frustrating! Like I'd just be all over the place, and I'm like, it's just no way to live. And then what would happen is because I would just have no schedule for the week, and I was such a um, because I, I, my thing was you know, old me, I'd be like, okay, Monday and Friday is just work, get that done, weekends I'll do everything. And then I'd get to the weekends, have no schedule, plans will pop up, I'll go and hang out with a friend for a whole day. And then all these things that I wanted to do that are were important for me, for my own goals I had would just be missed. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So scheduling was like, it took a long time. Like it took going back to basics of just writing in a diary. Then it was getting familiar with using, you know, my own electronic like Google Calendar and stuff but yeah I have two apps I use now Google Calendar even today I went through I chucked in meal prep going to the gym with a friend later catching up my friend even putting that in I'm blocking off time and and it's exciting because I'm like cool like I'm doing all these things I want to do and I know I'm ticking off those boxes and yeah it's exciting to do I love
0: it (laughs) it's the best thing ever especially just you sharing again your consistency stripping it back to basics starting small building from there and I know you're doing way more than you ever did before. And I'm like, how funny is it to think that creating this schedule has allowed you to do three times more than what you're doing and still have spare time?
1: I know that's the craziest thing. Like, and I look back now and I think that's why I feel like I'm living my best life at the moment. Like, you know, in the past, like I remember there'd be a whole weekend I would just lay in bed all day watching Netflix. And like, that's all good. Like we all have moments like that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But but what would happen is, and I'd see all these other people doing these amazing things and I'd be so, you know, envious. I'd be like, well, I want to do that. And it's like, all I had to do was bloody just, you know, refigure out my schedule and I'm doing things and I'm actually planning things through. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. I can go and do that. And I can go and do this. And I'm ticking off all the boxes. So, and it's and, and so right. I'm, I'm doing like literally three times more than I was doing and I still have space in my week. So it's crazy. <laughs> I love it. Like you're
0: working full-time, you're doing uni, you're cooking up a storm, you're helping out your family, you're going up, <laughs> like your cooking is amazing. I love it. Um, just cause I'm so bad at it.
1: <laughs> you just vicariously through my stories.
0: <laughs> Actually, I'm like, wow, I'd love to eat that, but I'm not going to cook it. So, <laughs> um, and I really want to just like, you know, add a little bit to that as well with the scheduling is because There was a point in time where I was so unscheduled as well. You know, many, many years ago, and go and listen to episode one to give a bit of a background story on my stuff. But it's like where, you know, I had no schedule, I was just doing whatever. And it becomes this thing of like, you might dismiss, oh, I'll skip that gym session because like someone else invited me out, or I'm going to go later here, or I'll do that. And you're constantly just shuffling things around, you're never really getting anything done. And it makes you feel so crap because you're like, well, there's other people doing everything. Like how, how do I get that? And, and something that I've really fought with over the years is people saying, oh, you can't have it all. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Like I, I, I I will talk to this more another time, but I kind of beg to differ a little bit. It's like, well, what is your all? What do you want? And what are you willing to do? Like, how can you manage that? And I'm like, for you to, you know, just kind of highlighting what you're doing in that space to think about Elise old, you know, older Elise, she would have been like, that's not possible for
1: me, but yeah. it is, it is possible. It is possible. It's You're so doing true. it. Yeah. I also beg to differ when people say that, because I'm like, I'm doing all the things I want to do that I thought I had no time for. And it's like, it is possible. Like, you know, it's just a little bit is. of structure,
0: a little bit of routine. Yeah. And it's a little bit over time. It's, it's that 1% adding this, adding that, creating a routine, creating a schedule. So you know, okay, I've got this on. So I'm going to do that. We booked this into the Google Calendar. And you and I <laughs> you and I both had to, you know, readjust. And obviously old, you know, old version of myself or old version of yourself would have been like, we don't know what the rest of the day looks like. So I have no room yes. to move this because now I'm not going to get anything done. But it's like, no, I know, okay, I'm just going to spend a little bit longer doing meal prep. Um and I'm going to do that. And you know, like it just kind of flows on from there and you're able to get everything done
1: yeah 100 and that's the thing as well like and that's the thing about the schedule it's not like it's not at a point where I'm like oh everything's by the hour and if something goes wrong I can't do it it's like no I, I scheduled it in a way that like you know I was running a little bit late today so we just moved it back a little bit and it was beautiful like it, it didn't cause in these mass disruptions anymore <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, it's amazing. And I, and I think like, and again, I, I know I'm referring back to the glow up, but it is the training. It is the lifestyle. It is the mindset. It is the nourishment and your nutrition. And it's like, to have the things and and to do what it is that you want to achieve. It's like, there needs to be a little bit more structure because you need to be a little bit more efficient with your time. And, you know, it's like, okay, how do we add in a little bit more steps to your day? Okay. Walking around while you're cooking your lunch or, you know, while you're doing a meal prep, or you're going to listen to a podcast while you're listening to the meal, I'm listening to the meal prep, doing the meal (laughs) prep. So it's like, you know, it's just kind of like getting things done, but then also creating space to have that downtime. And setting your boundaries. I know that's something that you've really been working on and I've been mm-hmm. able to witness that and see it. And I, I love it. Um, and, you, you know, you've told me you've, you know, credited it to the hard work in your gym, hard work in your schedule, hard work with all the nutrition, all the learning. It's like now this next space requires a little bit more from you. So, you know, there are some boundaries that are going to be set and we're going to push and see what you're capable of um, and and show that off on the glow up photo shoot. I haven't really spoken about this and I don't know when this podcast will be released, whether we will have done the shoot or not, but anyway, it'll, it'll probably be on Instagram. You can go and have a look potentially within a week or so, who knows when this is going on. But anyway, (laughs) it's like, you know, having that amazing day to showcase the hard work that you've put in it's all of the things behind the scenes like and who do you want to show up as on on the photo shoot I want you to share that a little bit more because I think it's really inspirational best version
1: of the best version of me and just more confident and I truly think I'm gonna I, I, I know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think I know I'm gonna rock up as that person and basically just what we've been working on like I feel like I've just made you know so much more progress even in this last few weeks so I'm so excited to rock up and be confident and I, in my own skin now I've put in the work that I have in recent times and yeah just be a bad a bad bitch <laughs> I love
0: it and rocking the hairstyles rocking yes. the clothes yes. the ones that are
1: stepping out of your comfort zone very much but I'm excited and you know what I'm actually not even nervous for it like I'm excited I'm like yeah I'm gonna wear the what I'm going to wear the nice active wear and stuff. And I'm like, I'm so excited. I don't feel nervous about it. Whereas old me be like, I couldn't do that. And I'm like, no, like let's do this. I'm so excited.
0: That's amazing. And it's, and it is, it's like taking a moment to really showcase the hard work, showcase the consistency and use it as a stamp in time, push so that, you know, these next couple of weeks, have an amazing day with incredible women and then potentially do it again. And then have a look at the improvements again. And, you know, it's like when we're working towards and we're living our best life. As you say, it's like when we're working towards the goals, it's really important to appreciate who we are along the way. But that's why it's important to know what are your values, where do you want to go and make sure we're living in alignment with that because you're, you know, not at an end destination. You're not at an end of a journey. You're not wherever. And I think that's the beautiful thing is it's like we don't need to be anywhere. We just need to be living and expressing who we want to be. We need to show up as that person. And that's what you're doing and it's just going to, yeah, it's, it's exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Like
1: it's going to be here before we know it, but I can't wait. <laughs> I
0: know. And um, just before like, we kind of like start to wrap things up as well. I really just wanted to touch on it a little bit of like when we, you know, sat down and we sort of spoke about going into this fat loss phase. And I know we did touch on it before, mm-hmm. but I'd love for you to share a little bit about some of the, you know, I guess we, we talk, we talk about having meltdowns to have breakthroughs and, (laughs) you know, I'd love for you to share a little bit about that. And then maybe some of the nerves that you had around entering to the fat loss phase, just given, you know, the discussions we had around going out and doing these things and the trade-offs. So I want you to take the floor about, you know, the, the breakdown
1: to breakthrough. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, it was about, it was right before I just went on holidays and it was just after funnily enough, we did True Grit and I had so much, like so much going on in personal life and I had And I hate, I you know, I'm not doing the same. I had let everything bottle up. I know, I know, we know not to do that. I truly (laughs) have let everything. Oh gosh, and it was erupting. Like it was, (laughs) I was kept trying. I was like, no, simmer down, simmer down, and it would just be like keep trying to go. And then it was, we were in the gym, and you were like, you okay? And I was like. (laughs) no and I literally I was crying in the gym and I didn't even care I was like I'm, I'm actually not okay <laughs> and we had a massive discussion and then from there it was basically I just was like a few things had gone on and it was really in my head and I was like oh my god and we kind of both chatted and we realized that I had been bowling things up and that's not that's not good so that was kind of going okay you know that's happened and then from there, I went on holidays and that time away was like, oh, I needed that. I had the biggest refresh reset. Also, I think 2026 kind of changed my mind a bit. I'm closer to 30 now, but <laughs> I just really took a step back. I, love it. I was like, okay, like, you know, what has upset me? I reflected on that. I kept crying I, over the next few days. I kept crying, kept crying. And then I was like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. What can I do next time? How can I learn you know how can I do this a bit better and you know already like I've gotten back into journaling I freaking love journaling and I've been writing down like I had even the other day like you know nobody's perfect I had um a bit of a stressful day like it, it wasn't like that bad but it was just you know when a lot of things happen and I was like oh I was feeling a bit like you know stressed so I just got my journal out and I wrote it and I was like oh great like so that's my go-to tool everyone's different um but yeah I just have you know really reflected you know, um, but yeah, that time I needed that time as well. I felt I think that's what it was as well. I kind of had been doing a lot. So just having that time away and then I come back a new person and, um, I was, you know, I was like, um, ready for that next stage. And I think as well as bit knows, like, okay, like, what are we going to do? But we had that massive chat and I was like, I can do this. you were like, you comfortable with that. And I was like, yes, I am. So that's I, right now. <laughs>
0: I love it. And yeah. A credit to you like shifting through all of that. Cause you've, you've done that work and I want to like add some little pieces to that story as well of where, you know, you had let those things bottle up and then you yeah. were wanting to go into that old habit of apologizing for showing yes, emotion. And I was that's like, right. yeah, I pretty much was like, put my foot down as like, you're not <laughs> saying sorry to me because yeah. I think sometimes like we do need Permission slip, and I, I really mm-hmm. want to encourage, like you know, myself and and everyone listening, and yourself as well, of like to continually allow yourself to hold space for emotions. And yeah. I think this podcast episode will come out after I've done the bold, bold breakthrough, but that's what we're kind of going through in that. Um, I might leave it in the show notes or whatever. I'm, I'm sure, but um, you know, processing the emotions having a look at like what are we making things mean what what's actually underneath all of that what's going on mm. letting it happen and it's okay to be a human <laughs> like we are yes. actually humans <laughs> with emotions but i think the the big piece for you as well is realizing that your emotional state is like boiled water and you can't see your reflection in boiled water we need to let the water remove the boil and just get to like a normal yes. state to be able to look clearly into that water and actually see logically and be like okay And so now your way of doing that is, you know, going and utilizing journaling and and writing some things down and unpacking that for yourself and talking to things. And I think it's a really important piece of the puzzle. And and I know, you know, there's a a lot of noise and I I don't know if you've heard it, but obviously me in the, you know, the the coaching space as well, a lot of noise around like, oh, you can't talk about mindset and things, but mindset and lifestyle are a really big component to how well your training and nutrition is going to, you know hold together as well. Like, yes, the fundamentals, but it's like if we're not kind of looking after ourselves holistically, like the wheels are going to fall off somewhere. You've got four wheels on your car, four pillars <laughs> in the claw up We need all of the wheels on. Like we can we can ride a little bit without one of the wheels, but it's going to like you know cause some problems. So we kind of want to have them all together. <laughs> so random me talking about the car, but hopefully it's painting that picture. Um <laughs> So I know we've talked about a lot and I know that there's a lot more that we could definitely talk about. Um, But I guess what I wanted to kind of do before we summed up today, and I definitely think we will be having more conversations in future, is I'd love to hear like, what has been the biggest shifts for you over the last, you know, 18 months or anything that you'd want to share? And if you could go back in time and tell, you know, older lease anything,
1: what what would the messaging be that you would tell her? Yeah, so I feel like I've noticed just such massive shifts in the last 18 months. I feel like I've just come so far and I've obviously mentioned a few of these things before, but I think just realising that there's so much more to this journey than, you know, going in the gym and lifting, you know, heavy weights and, you know, I used to just think that that's all there was to it and I think it was just there's so much more to it that actually can help, you know, going back to basics when you need to education, like all the things I've learned. Like I feel so smart now, like, you know, with family members and stuff, like I'm like, yeah, even before with my mom, I was like, yeah, so with this meal, like, you know, you know, maybe put like, you know, this is this, like you're getting a good carb source, you're getting your fat source, your protein source. Like I'm like, oh my God, look at me go. So I love it. And like, also like I'm doing a lot of work with like, you know, goals and that just all the education and, you know, doing that part of it. but then also obviously learning the uh, nutrition, making that work for me. And then in the gym, going back to, you know, learning just the form and why we do certain things. So all of those things made me really realize that no wonder before, you know, the, I didn't get to where I wanted to be because before I used to do these like challenges or just try to go to the gym, I had no idea. And I'm like, cause I thought that all that's all you had to do was just eat like minimal calories and kill yourself in the gym. I'm like, no, like you don't have to do that. Like you can do it eating, you know, um, a, a decent amount of calories and just, you know, training hard in the gym I actually, and actually enjoying what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Sorry, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just remember no, the <laughs> convo where you were like, um, do I really need to eat this much? Like I yeah, remember.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Sh-
0: yeah. yeah. And, you, oh and God, I was like, yeah. what do you mean this much? In my mind, I'm like...
1: <laughs> I want to eat even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, literally. I used to think like anything over a thousand calories was like, you don't do that. Like, yeah. yeah. And I remember it was like, yeah, it was like 1,980. Like, and I was like, oh, I was like, no, I can't eat that. And you're like, what, what, what? I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I've been eating 800 calories. Yes. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> You've come a long way.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally. And that's, that's actually such a big thing that I've learned as well. I'm, like, you can live your best 80, 20 life and eat those amount of calories. Like that was specific can't say that word for me. And I was still hitting goals. So I think that was such a big shift that I had that, And also one thing that I learned, and we were just talking uh, about it then, um, but just learning also how to turn the dial up and down without completely falling off the track. Um, You know, this week I had something happen with a family member. Old me would have been like, Oh, that's it. Everything. Nope. I'm not going to train. I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to, you know, and I was like, this has happened. And, you know, obviously I've been a bit stressed about it, but I'm like, you know what, we're just going to, I feel like I didn't actually have to turn the dial down too much because you know, um, I'm comfortable with what I'm doing but it's just taking those times like you know um early in the year last year I had some things happen so when I needed to turn dial down but still you know making sure I was eating right um and so I could still shop as a good version and I could handle the stress well well. sleeping well yes not completely like I used to use things as um and I'm going to be honest an excuse because I'd be like oh this is too hard. And I go back to that old me of, okay, I'm just going to lay in bed all day, feel sorry for myself. And it's like, no, like you can't do that every single time something goes wrong in your life. Cause I'd be doing it all the time. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? And this has happened and I've been able to support, you know, people in my family and be there for people and deal with the stress in my own way that's manageable and, but still doing my training and everything else and catching up with friends and not completely just hiding away from the world. Yeah. I,
0: that's beautiful to hear because I'm like, that is literally you taking your power, looking after you, yes. filling your cup to be able to help other people like that. Yes. That is like the, that's the key. Again, I did not pay you to say that. because I'm like <laughs> It is, it is, it is that because like so many people, yeah. myself included, you know, plenty of people listening to this high achievers, perfectionists, um, you know, thinking about like that all or nothing that people pleasing tendency, mm-hmm. um, struggling with those, you know, those things and being like, okay, I just need to help everyone else to the detriment of your own self. And it's like, no, if you actually take the time to learn, to educate, to understand what dial can be, you know, and obviously, you know, being able to ask these questions to a coach, whoever that may be, but Hey, what kind of things can I, you know, focus on while this is happening rather than having to pack up camp and go, okay, I just need to take a break for a while and send yourself backwards and then have to start all over again. It's like, you know, you lay a foundation and then you add another layer of brick and then another layer of brick. And then sometimes the wind comes across and knocks the bricks off and then you add the next layer, but you're, you know, it's one step for two steps forward, one step back, and it's still making progress. And sometimes it's a little sidestep. Sometimes it's a little like you get knocked over, smack your head a little bit, but dust it off and come back up again. But, yeah, I, I love that. Like there's so many. Did you have any other sort of um, big shifts that you've had over the, the last kind of 18 months?
1: I think as well, like just kind of and I think as well, this probably is more, I guess, what would I t- tell the old me, but just kind of a really, a really big shift mentally um, in that just really, you know, don't focus on anybody else. It's you, your own journey. Do things at your own pace Um, and just, yeah, believe in yourself because you've got this, you've got this. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Yeah, pre like preach to that because it is it's it's
0: your journey. It's yeah. you know the flower next to like I shared that quote the other day, the flower isn't looking at the other flower next to it. It just blooms itself and
1: Yes, I love that quote.
0: Yeah, like obviously it's not my quote, just so anyone's anyway, not going to claim it. <laughs> no like, copyright here. <laughs> I put like a quote up somewhere the other day and then it like got blocked and it said that wasn't said by that person and I was like, "Oh, I didn't say it was anyway. That's yes, a side I note." I'm not
1: trying to spread false news here. <laughs> yeah.
0: False like oh okay like thank <laughs> news. Yeah. yeah but I love that because yeah it is it is beautiful it's it's you following your journey it's you working at your pace it's something personalized to you you're no one else is you and that's the amazing thing about us as humans yes. everyone is so unique we have our own likes dislikes whatever it may be but this is your journey you might want to speed things up at sometimes you might want to slow some yeah. things down and everyone's going to be at different paces you know you might be pushing really hard for a six-week block. Someone else might be on their cruise control during that time. It is so silly That's to start true. to compare, yeah, your your day, day, whatever 18 months is in days, your day 400 to someone's day one. If someone's day one is they don't even understand what protein is, it's like start there, like start at that level, like learn, yes. educate, ask questions. Like slide in the DMS and ask the questions on the podcast. Like I'd love to help answer them. Um, but to be able to just, yeah, see the, where you started, where you were, where you're going.
1: Like, so yeah, what's next actually, what, what's next for you? I think, and also on that note, before I mention what's next, I think another thing is just enjoying the journey. Like I've seriously enjoyed the last 18 months It's been like, you know, I've had some moments where I've had little meltdowns. That's human. We've got to do that. But it's just I've had so much fun and I'm just so excited for the future. And what next is I'm so keen to keep smashing out this deficit um, fat loss phase. I've already made some, you know, bit of a win there. Two kilos down the scale. Hell yeah. Amazing. (laughs) And you know what? I'm like, and I'm I'm excited about that. And I'm like, not caught up in the numbers. Like, I'm like, yeah, cool. Two kilos. I know I'm doing the work and it's not too much you know it's not too hard to get that result and doing the glow up shoot I'm so excited for that and yeah after that it will be coming into the end of the year so I feel like this time of year is going to be different to last year because last year we were still kind of learning things but yeah I'm just excited to have fun in holiday season but not you know, I'm not going to go off that track. I'm still going to, you know, live my best life, 80, 20 balance, still going to get my training in and yeah, just kind of the rest of the end of the year. I'm excited just to see what I can do. Yeah. I love
0: it. I'm excited to see some huge PBs when we switch gears. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love it. Well, honestly, like obviously, this is starting to come to the end of it, but I think you've summed it all up perfectly. Is like you spoke about it. So, you know, thank you so much for coming on. By the way, I love oh, having these chats. Having me. I had
1: fun.
0: <laughs> me too. We'll have to like make it like a regular thing. Yeah, like every, yeah. you know, every every. Maybe I can just start integrating that into the coaching and be like, all right, every six weeks. We. <laughs> I love no, no. it. <laughs> But yeah, I do I do love like again, credit to you and all of your hard work and the messages that you shared is it is just starting small, it's starting with the basics, it's learning, it's investing in yourself whether that be time or monetary whatever it may be. It's you know doing things that are uncomfortable but ju- not beating yourself up. It's you yes. know bringing yourself back to who am I? Where am I going? What do I want to do? What pace am I comfortable with? Because you know, I get the question a lot um as a coach is, you know, okay, well, what do I have to do to get this? And it's like, well, what are you actually willing to do to get the result? Because that's kind of going to be the deciding factor. Like, can you lose X amount in this particular particular time, you know, centimeters off the waist? Well, yeah. What's that going to look like though? It's going to look like getting up at this time, doing this, doing that piecing all that. Whoa, I don't want to do that. Okay. That's okay. But we also need to be okay with extending the timeline. And I know you and I have had so many conversations, like really honest conversations because Yeah. Anyone can tell you, okay, cool. I want you to go and do 15,000 steps. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. But you're like, well, I'm, I'm working, I've got uni and there does become an element of like, you know, prioritization and time. It's like, okay, do we need to be on a more slow burn to get there? And that's okay.
1: Yeah. But it's yeah. Oh, I just had a moment that I was like, remember when we first started working together, we had that conversation where I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to be 60 kilos in (laughs) eight months time. And you were just like, okay if you want to do that this is what that involves and I was like uh no I don't want to do that and that was the start of the slow burn and it's been amazing been (laughs) able to live my best life while ticking goals
0: (laughs) I love it and just to give you credit again where it's due is that that moment you could have went oh well that's what I want and see you later but you Mm -hmm. took that and you went whoa okay like that's what I wanted to do and and sorry look. just to clarify, we're not aiming for that number. Just we've we've had other yeah. conversations around that, like height, yeah. everything, yeah, let, let's not go there.
1: <laughs> that was but, old me's gold. I had no idea like, about that.
0: <laughs> now you're like, I want to be able to like deadlift four times that amount. Um, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, having a, having a good, honest conversation of like this potentially is, you know, an unrealistic goal. We you shifted that. We talked about, okay, what what would be more realistic for yourself? And I know that we came up with a bit of a number, um, to, you know, to see reju- reduced and reduction and then looked around centimeters, but then had a good conversation of like, hey, if you were to do that over this period of time, this is the level of commitment and what it would look like. And, yes. you know, rather than just going, oh, that's too hard i'm just not even going to get started it was just like okay like what's going to be a little bit more realistic like how do we make that happen like okay and you know i think well on track for the those changes and and that particular goal but also understanding that there's been little micro goals and mini goals that come up along the way that are still adding to that big picture but just knowing yeah. that yeah it's using it's using the dials i could talk about this all day sorry <laughs> So true though. <laughs> I love it. Well, I think I think we've we've summed it all up. I reckon if we keep talking we're going to go down more rabbit holes. I think it's probably time to say thank you to everyone for listening. Um and actually before we do go, I'll get you to share where can we find your amazing recipes? <laughs> <laughs>
1: love it so you can find me on instagram my handle is kitty k-i-t-t-y-l-y-s-double-e underscore fit i love it that's where you can find me go and check her out if you're listening to
0: this episode share a screenshot tag us both we would love to hear your feedback and look forward to having some more combos
1: yes exciting Bye. bye bye
0: thank you for listening to the you but more powerful podcast if you're determined to continue to expand and grow and reach heights you never thought were possible, you'll want to make sure you're subscribed so you'll never miss out on a single episode. If you loved today's, I would absolutely love your feedback and to see you tag at you, but more powerful underscore podcasts on Instagram. See you guys in the next episode.